Episode, did we? we didn't. We haven't done it in the last two episodes. No, that ain't good. So it's breaking the breaking the format. Yep, we got to keep to the format. Got to have that second part this time. How about exotic foods? Exotic foods, like I uh, just like okay, foods. Like I guarantee you that me and you don't eat on a regular basis, but something tells me Daniel eats quite often. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you? What me? You talking like? Uh, like escargot or stuff like, like that, yeah. But I feel like escargot is kind of cliche. Or like coconut so, rum cake or something. Yeah, you know something <laughs> like you're just uh, like, what? What's a lunch in the life of Daniel? You know what I mean? Oh, a like, lunch. What is? Yeah, yeah, what does Daniel eat for lunch? I don't know. <laughs> I, I imagine it's different than whatever we eat for lunch. <laughs> I don't know that for sure. I really don't. It seems like he would uh, he would pack a little something different. Yeah, he he seems like the kid that would bring his lunch to school every single day, but it wouldn't be just like a ham sandwich. Yeah, it would be something just a little <laughs> different, you know, not like a pizza pack or not like a lunchable. No, of course not. No, like maybe like a like a macaroni salad with like truffle oil or something. <laughs> truffle oil macaroni. I don't salad. know. But uh, <laughs> I saw the Stellaris on sale. What what is that? So it's. Have you ever played Paradox's grand strategy games? Europa. Like, ha, have oh, you played Europa? No. Have you played? You played like Total War though, right? Yes. You, you know how Total War has like the whole campaign management thing, and like Civilization will have like you know manage an empire. Yes. Imagine that, but like taken like to the tenth exponent, and just In like space. Everything you can possibly manage, you can manage. And it's basically like there's yeah. so many options, it would take uh, hundreds of hours to find them all. Like yeah, procedurally game- generated it, and you, it's pretty amazing. Like you, yeah. like you start off in a small little system, it's got a couple planets, and you explore. And then you, sc- <laughs> then you scroll out to the galaxy map, and you realize oh like you're God, just yeah. a speck. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. You're, you're a speck, and you don't know what to do. <laughs> and you don't have nearly enough money to do everything you want to do. I mean, other than being a warmongering xenophobe, I mean, that's... <laughs> Is that what you are? Yeah, that's the current race, yes. You can choose, like, your attributes for your whole, like, civilization. You can be, like, fungoid people, like, just, like, mushroom-like people. And then you can say, like, I'm a, I'm a xenophobic, like, hate-mongering war species. And, then, and you get bonuses if you act like that. This sounds like just a dramatic waste of time. It's uh, if you like things like <laughs> spreadsheets and adjusting tax rates, then the grand strategy game is for you. <laughs> I love that review from Fit Fits or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It eschews, it eschews the more fun things like battles and medieval <laughs> warfare in place of inheritance laws, <laughs> feudal politics, feudal politics. <laughs> 
feudal uh, politics. God. But you basically try to like expand your crappy duchy or whatever. Wait, warmongering xenophobe. So there's a game <laughs> where you're on a you're on a planet in the in a galaxy, and you can yes. choose to be a species that is is just yeah. like a basic warmongering xenophobic species. So basically, you just it's a game where you get to be Japanese. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> wow, wow. Like, Wait, we just nice. lost our Japanese listenership right there. All that we All gained from Daniel's, uh, <laughs> Daniel's the, the East one, missions. Yeah, the one. <laughs> the East missions, yes. I think you should have Call of Duty actual warfare, which would just be like you sitting and breathing, <laughs> just like waiting around, <laughs> messing around on your smartphone. <laughs> then finally stuck. deploying and then, you know, walking around a town and having nothing happening. Yeah, and like getting shot at by rockets, but you can't fire back because you don't know where they are. Communicating yeah. with the local pissed off uh, head of town. It sounds more like a VR game. than something. It's, Oh, it'd be a great, it'd be a great, like, yeah. Oculus Rift experience. Oculus. <laughs> United <laughs> States military simulator. <laughs> it's like you're out of water again, so you have to go like steal water bottles from someplace to just <laughs> take a shower. Your, your bunkmate comes home drunk, so you're with him in the restroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DLC, you'd be picking up like a care package your family sent you. <laughs> yeah, and you hope it has booze in it. Like <laughs> Cookies and booze. <laughs> I never hear about this listening to NPR or, you know, the nightly <laughs> news on NBC or something. They're too yeah, busy NPR, talking about the ratio of black people in the audience at the Oscars than they are at... Uh, or LGBT populations being offended yeah, by... Uh... Or bathrooms in North Carolina. You know, uh, John believe. Smith, who was born a uh, born a man but uses the women's restroom in North Carolina, says that he's not going to stop using the restroom for women in North Carolina um, as it's a violation of his rights. And I'm just thinking, what percentage of the population identifies, like, transsexually? And why are we talking about this? We might as well, like, there's a larger percentage of people that, like, you should be talking about, like, amputees or like you should have more you know yeah. more wheelchair yeah. ramps and buildings that's a much higher percentage of people than transsexual a, people yeah well and it's it's surprisingly and i say that sarcastically is growing you know like how many people are suddenly identify you know with the uh, as being the opposite sex it's like well people there's a sudden rise in that because people realize they can take advantage of you know oh, yeah. all these new rules and yeah it's insane. i mean it's the best thing to happen to peeping tom since binoculars i know how long is it going to take until something nasty happens where somebody says oh whoops uh, it was a bad idea to allow men into a women's bathroom exotic foods exotic foods <laughs> and what that means to you kind mm -hmm. of um Things that maybe not the average Joe brings in his lunchbox that uh, that Daniel does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think the average Joe has a lunchbox anymore. <laughs> okay, I think they do. What? It's not what? like lunchbox? the days of dangling your feet off of the skyscraper that you're building with your metal tin lunchbox. But mm -hmm. right, uh, yeah. Oh God. I'm not manly enough to do that, dude. I've seen those pictures. No thanks. Yeah. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> you don't want to eat a ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> on, a thousand feet above the ground on an I-beam? <laughs> not particularly. Uh, no, I don't.
No, no, that's not on my list. Yeah, I hate heights too. That just I ooh. Heights generally can bother me when it's when there's like seemingly no real protection around you. Right. You know? Right. Like, yeah. There's Planes no guardrail. Right. And well, roller coasters don't really. But uh, if I was in a hot air balloon, I'd be like, well, you know, I could just I could just <laughs> jump out of this real easy. Yeah. Yeah, I need some OSHA-approved railings around me if I'm going to be high up. <laughs> you could jump out of it. Your balloon could just not balloon anymore. That was, <laughs> that's one of the thoughts like I have all the time. Just like, mm. yeah, the idea of a hot air balloon is so weird too. It's a giant flamethrower. <laughs> that's that's what's keeping me afloat. Could this go wrong very quickly? <laughs> yeah, I could catch the balloon on fire. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, hot air ballooning, I'd say. Um, I would say skydiving uh, has about the same amount. No thanks. Although I would definitely try skydiving, though. That's At some point, I want to do that. Would you really? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I can't tell you how many times some people are like, hey, man, you want to go to ranger school? You want to go do this? Like, uh, do I have to jump out of a plane? Yeah. <laughs> then absolutely I'm gonna not. pass on that one let, let me uh, where, where's uh, one that i don't have to jump out of a plane perfectly yeah. good plane yeah no thank you man i admire people that do it though because that's cool but it's not for me I'm, i would i mean somebody would push me out i have no doubt but imagine the first guy that was like you know it would be a real <laughs> easy way to get down there <laughs> without wasting fuel we could just here i'll wear this sheet <laughs> on my yeah. back. I'll tie it to a bunch of ropes. I've seen a guy do this before. And uh just open the door while we're up there and then I will I will leap out. You know? I mean that you have to think like I mean sure they, they thought about that, okay, we don't want him to jump out in front of the engine because we know that he will probably fly backwards and get killed by the engine. But what other things did they not think of, you know? Well that's why you jump out behind the engine. <laughs> you know so those guys for sure didn't do like didn't have like yeah. a safety shoot you know or like right. the early days in the russian like paratroopers equivalent they would just like like kind of shimmy out onto the wing of the plane and then just kind of slide off of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh this, all sorts of things can go wrong here <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so awful dad like I can't. No, no, thank you. I didn't like the being in a little plane in Afghanistan that whole time. Like that was kind of like nerve wracking at times. The local skydiving place around here, though, like they they will only let you they they per, like I guess require you to tandem jump for the first seven yeah. times. You have to. Yeah, that's a which I mean, of course. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to like solo seven jump times, from my very huh? first. What are they like seven. seven times? You're like, well, we had one guy that. Even yeah, he died on the seventh jump. He's still freaked out. <laughs> yeah, he didn't pull his cord for some reason. The bell curve turns right at about six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we built in one more. For That's why I think six. The sixth time you're probably puking up bile, and by the seventh time you don't have anything left to puke. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's nothing left. <laughs> so then it's clean. I don't... <laughs> then you go down. What about uh, bun- what about bungee jumping? Would you guys do that? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I don't have slight scoliosis and curvature in my back, so that might be a good idea. <laughs> right, just just pop it, pop it out right there. Yeah. Rapid to decompression me, therapy. <laughs> to me, that's that's worse than jumping out of a plane. 
bungee jumping? Yeah, because you're going straight down to the ground at that point. That's true. But my no thing parachute. is, like, it's not like I don't have to make a decision though on the way down, like while free falling. <laughs> that's not to make a decision. <laughs> 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 you, yeah, you don't have to make a crucial life-altering decision yeah, on the way not, down. There's not like a, I could just not do this. <laughs> I guess. I guess the problem I would have though with both bungee jumping and skydiving though is it seems like the crowded attracts that are like the uh, bleached hair, California, and everything gnarly kind of thing. So why you gotta act like you know and you don't know? It's okay if you don't know everything. Why you gotta act like you know and you don't know? It's so exotic foods, huh? Yeah, well, when, when you think of exotic foods, what comes to your mind? All things awful. I love awful. <laughs> okay, and? All things uh, awful. O F F A L. Like uh, anything that is basically defined as like non-traditional. Meat. Yeah. Did you just Google awful? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, could you read for our listeners the definition <laughs> of the word awful, spelled O F F A L? Yeah. Also called variety meats or organ meats. Oh wow! Refer- See, that made a lot of sense. Internal organs and entrails of butchered animals. That makes a lot of sense, and, and Daniel knew that right away. So we're in the right topic. Daniel uh, yeah. already pulled out a word that none of us knew <laughs> that actually referred to exotic foods like that. That's interesting. It's mainly just like organs and stuff. I would, and that is, I guess, exotic. Yeah, for sure. I guess, yeah, and that's, I mean, yeah, maybe other people would say something different for exotic, but that's what I would, I always envision. Because always people like, yeah, sweetbreads. That's what they call uh yeah. That's like the fancy word for, you know, pancreas or thymus gland or something. Um, right. And it's delicious. They call it the gateway awful because when somebody eats it, they like realize, oh, wow, this is actually not repulsive and it's delicious. What else can I eat? <laughs> I love that there's a gateway awful because I've yes. never had any of this stuff. <laughs> I love it. I actually had some in Japan. We had, I had a small intestine, large intestine. Hmm. Uh, they had saltarium. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know people ate it. I What's didn't actually saltarium? get that. That's what that? they called. It's um. I'm gonna <laughs> have to so Google excited, it. Sorry. Yeah, I love I'm it. So I excited. No, oh, this is great. No, I'm I'm learning so much. This is the finer things. You're meant. We're meant to be learning. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's a good. Uh, Awful. God, I got ruminant. That. I got ruminant. It's the third stomach. It's the third stomach of the cow. But they, for whatever reason, the Japs called it. Uh, the Japanese called it. Uh, <laughs> Let me run through that again. <laughs> the pride and respectable culture of the Japanese. Uh, but no, they called it uh, saltarium. I don't really know why. But uh, the third stomach looks like it came out of, you know, the stomach of alien. Um, <sighs> Looking that up now. Saltarium. Saltarium spelled P-S-A-L-T-E-R-I-U-M. Uh, Man, you already lost me. What? <laughs> P-S-A-L-T-E-R-I-U-M. Uh, that appears to be some, like, instrument. Yeah, yeah I just Googled it. <laughs> what? Uh, and also something on the Catholic Encyclopedia. A derp. Okay, so uh, saltarium <laughs> stomach. That'll get you some interesting results. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> yeah, Google, I Google's just... having to crank through for that one. They're like, wow, we, <laughs> yeah. this is only the third time this has ever been Google. Yeah, it's crashing their servers because <laughs> access like no longer accessible drives. You right um, now are building their logarithm for this search product. <laughs> if you can go next to tennis shoes, then the next person that does that will get tennis shoes results. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there's entire restaurants in Japan. Um, I think they called it something like Haruman. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, they served every part of the cow, every part of the cow, even the, the anus, which I was not very interested in. You didn't go for the anus. I didn't go for the anus. You know, some do <laughs> that's, right away. That's an expression yeah. not commonly used, right? Yeah, well, you, no, gotta, you gotta not go for the anus. You gotta work your way to the anus. You know, <laughs> you, even Dan draws a line somewhere. I wouldn't call that a, a anus, gateway the anus. awful. <laughs> Um, the gateway off. <laughs> gateway. No, that's the exit. Oh, that's the exit. Oh. You're, not, you're, not doing, you're not doing it awful anymore after wow. you try that. The finer things got a little dirty there. A little bit. <laughs> um. But uh, no, the the small intestine was great. It, it, it was it was awesome watching them fix it. They would pull it out of these big plastic bins, and it's just like like still full and pest. You know, like. So they're big strands of. Oh, it was really great. I loved it. Hmm. But the friend that I went with uh, was not as adventurous as I was, so he was a little squeamish at parts. But uh, I mean, have you tried um, uh, testicles? I have not. No. I thought I I went to a Texas restaurant that had, I believe it was lamb testicles, but I didn't I didn't work up the uh, the courage to do that. She said well, they were Rocky kind Mountains. of irony. Or like tasted a little metallic, which uh... yeah, they would. Yeah, <laughs> would they? What's the science behind that, Dan? I forget why. <laughs> I forget why. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Why would they taste irony? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not worry about it. Yeah, let's not get into the cliche yeah, responses here. Uh, uh, we already talked enough about testicles with the uh, seeds episode. We did. But yeah, that was a. If that was you a rough if you're period. looking for more testicle talk, listeners, you can go to episode eleven. See, like uh, you will be satisfied. <laughs> and sweetbreads is delicious. I just love sweetbreads. Sweetbreads. Now, are they healthy? Uh, and what is your if you had if you had to uh, if you had to pick just one if you if you only had access to one um, bit of awful <laughs> for the rest of your life, which it'd be sweetbreads. It would be it'd be pancreas. Little pancreas. Yeah. Yeah, little pancreas. <laughs> That's the gate, definitely the gateway awful. The gateway awful. <laughs> the gateway awful. Man. If I named the episode "Gateway Awful," nobody would listen. They wouldn't know what we were talking about. That's a good name, though. Mm-hmm. That's a good band name. <laughs> <laughs> gateway awful. Like if you were like uh, a like a punk band, or, you know, like a post-punk band. Oh.